This week we are reading Daedalus, Part 1, Daedalus and Perdix. Now, Daedalus is a very famous inventor in uh, ancient Greece mythology, but all of his inventions seem to have very big problems. He is the inventor of the labyrinth, but he invented that because he made the Minotaur. Well, his invention caused the Minotaur. So in these stories, we will see Daedalus doing something ingenious, something amazing, but we will also see the terrible results, the terrible repercussions. Now, here's Daedalus Part 1, Daedalus and Perdix. While Athens was still only a small city, there lived within its walls a man named Daedalus, who was the most skillful worker in wood and stone and metal that had ever been known. It was he who taught the people how to build better houses and how to hang their doors on hinges and how to support the roofs with pillars and posts. He was the first to fasten things together with glue. He invented the plumb line and the auger, and he showed seamen how to put up masts in their ships and how to rig the sailings to them with ropes. He built a stone palace for Aegeus, the young king of Athens, and beautified the temple of Athena, which stood on the great rocky hill in the middle of the city. Daedalus had a nephew named Perdix, whom he had taken when a boy to teach the trade of builder. But Perdix was a very apt learner, and soon surpassed his master in the knowledge of many things. His eyes were ever open to see what was going on about him, and he learned the lore of the fields and the woods. Walking one day by sea, he picked up the backbone of a great fish, and from it he invented the saw. Seeing how a certain bird carved holes in the trunks of trees, he learned how to make and use the chisel. Then he invented the wheel, which potters use in molding clay, and he made a forked stick, the first pair of compasses for drawing circles. And he studied out many other curious and useful things. Daedalus was not pleased when he saw that the lad was so apt and wise, so ready to learn, and so eager to do. If he keeps on in, if he keeps on in this way, he murmured, he will be a greater man than I. His name will be remembered, and mine will be forgotten. Day after day, while at his work, Daedalus pondered over this matter, and soon his heart was filled with hatred towards young Perdix. One morning, when the two were putting up an ornament on the outer wall of Athena's temple, Daedalus bade his nephew go out on a narrow scaffold which hung high over the edge of the rocky cliff whereon the temple stood. Then, when the lad obeyed, it was easy enough with the blow of a hammer to knock the scaffold from its fastenings. Poor Perdix fell headlong through the air, and he would have been dashed in pieces upon the stones at the foot of the cliff had not kind Athena seen him and taken pity upon him. While he was yet whirling through mid-air, she changed him into a partridge. While he was yet whirling through mid-air, she changed him into a partridge, and he flitted away to the hills to live forever in the woods and fields which he loved so well. And to this day, when summer breezes blow and the wild flowers bloom in meadow and glade, the voice of Perdix may still sometimes be heard, calling to his mate from among the grass and reeds or amid 
the leafy underwoods. That's it for today. Come back next episode for Daedalus, Daedalus, and King Minos. Lubolgao is an English learning story podcast. Please follow on Spotify, review on Quizlet, and email at robertsenglishpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you.